to talk about video games? Yeah, let's talk about video games. Welcome to an all-new episode of Waz Curated Indie Games. I'm one of your hosts, Jerry Rennish. I'm Ari. And we are going to talk about uh, Destiny 2. <laughs> Just nonstop, because <laughs> that's what I've been playing. <laughs> it's that time of year when every big game comes out, which is making me realize because I'm buying more physical discs lately. And then, you know, that usually doesn't mean indie stuff. No, no, I... I, I can't think of a single indie game that came out in a physical medium that I've bought in ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, I buy those like special ones that are, oh, it's a collector's oh, yeah, uh, yeah. physical something. Comes with like a watch that has some like weird goony backing or like a band-aid that references something in the game. Well, I bought that Meat Boy one that was the... the what is it uh stupid boy it was like dr fetus took over meat boy and made a package of it yeah that's pretty good it was from indie box but then i didn't realize if you buy shit from there it's a subscription so i ended up with another game (laughs) they just charge your credit card yeah straight up and i was like i want to cancel this like you can't i'm like awesome and then they sent me another they sent me the next game which didn't look bad it's called nefarious had you played the game before no I didn't even know to like look because oh, I thought I was amazing. just buying like the one thing, and they sent me the next game in this the month or whatever, and it was called Nefarious. It's like a you're the bad guy, <laughs> and you, uh, it mixes a bunch of like old video gamey tropes into it. Uh, I don't know. It looks very weird and kind of cool, and I wanted to check it out anyway, but I didn't want a fucking special edition of it. <laughs> maybe and you will, though, after you may- play it. Maybe. Hopefully. That's best-case scenario. But they, they sent it to me, and the box was all, like, dinged up, and then the inside the box, meaning it had to get through the shipping box, and then the collector box, inside that, the plastic case was, like, ripped at the bottom, and I took pictures of it, and I sent him an email. I was like, guys, you're killing me, is literally what I wrote in the email. I was like, not only did I not want this game, you guys sent me a banged-up version of something. The whole point is getting a nice, collectible, physical edition of it. And they Maybe if you played the game, though, you'd realize that this was like in theme. It wasn't. <laughs> it was clearly broken. <laughs> the world is like a garbage world, and everything is somewhat tarnished, and so they get, sent you garbage. <laughs> Well, like a, a quarter pound of a cheese wrapper that still has some cheese gunk on it and like just like uh some big paper that gross. says fuck you you yeah. piece of shit <laughs> yeah yeah well they wrote back and on that one they didn't reply to the one where i was like i didn't want this i didn't realize it was a su- subscription yeah. like well everything's a subscription but you're totally right we'll send you a new box and case and they did and that was all that was in the package was a new box and case great so awesome so, big endorsement. Yeah, indie box. <laughs> See, so it teaches you when you do buy physical stuff, you will get burned. Yeah, you will. Well, it's a subscription. They have cool stuff. They had a nuclear throne one I almost got because it had some neat stuff in it. But subscription. I have three. No, you can buy them afterwards. You can. Oh, after they come out in the monthly subscription, it, they, they have cost extra? more. Yeah. Oh, okay. But then they were on sale. So I was going to buy it, but I was like, I own Nuclear Throne on PC, PS4, and Vita. I don't need a physical copy that has like a thumb drive in it <laughs> i'm good so i finally talked myself out of something stupid for a change weird well but, there's still time yeah well no i'm not uh, i don't know unless nefarious is fantastic yeah <laughs> so i guess it's all hinging on that <laughs> or they do a binding of isaac one so i yeah. can put it with my meat boy set but the the, the cover of the meat boy's raw hamburger it's really cool <laughs> yeah it's pretty gross yeah 
Uh, so other than Destiny, have you been doing anything else or not really? Yeah, no, I I was playing. Actually, Destiny was kind of uh, what got me off playing Medieval Fetch Quest Three: The Wild Hunt. Oh yeah, good. Uh, which you know, it's it's a good game. I like two so much. Witcher. Yeah, I played huh. it so much, and I like nearly hundred percented two, and then three. I waited a long time to play it because I just, for some reason, there was something about it that I just wasn't. I, it's weird. It's almost like the last Fast and Furious movie mm-hmm. where, like, I loved the other one so much. And then there was just something about the advertising or whatever. Same with Witcher 3. I just, it didn't get me super excited to play it immediately. So I had it and then I sat on it for, like, you know, eight months or a year. And it I finally, looks... like, started it up. And it's. Everything it's, about it looks better than two. It's good. Yeah, no, it's it's def, but it's it doesn't feel different to me. Now I'm sure if I played it back to back, yeah, there's probably like fighting differences and things like that. But it really, like, it's pretty. You know, they definitely know what they're doing with that. How many boobs have you seen? Uh, I only saw one pair. Okay, but it was very casual. She was just like hanging out in a bath, and you just like walk over, like okay. Oh, is it that was like towards the beginning? It's it was like was your a friend witch. or whatever. Yeah, it was some witch lady. Yeah, yeah. yeah, she was the only pair. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, man. Tell me about them. <laughs> uh, I don't want to. I mean, as good as as CD Red Project or whatever they are, their tit technology. Uh, no, just in general. Oh, in general, like, okay. especially for like they're a legit indie studio. They're you know fantastic. It's weird to call them an indie studio, but they are. Yeah, they are. Yeah, but. Because they make games that sell like millions and millions of dollars and cost millions and millions yeah. of dollars. Yeah, <laughs> but who knows? It's an Eastern European money that could cost nothing, right? And dude, fun bucks. Uh, yeah, <laughs> CD Red fun bucks. <laughs> uh, but like the uh, there's the Uncanny Valley is still very heavy. Yeah, like they're so close and they do, do such a good job with textures and their landscapes are beautiful, you know, and the the moving things around. You know, oh, the physics of the it, the physics of it yeah. is like really good, but it's still hard on Candy Valley to me. Uh, you know, like just to just looking at them out. looking at me, uh, you know, you're looking at boobs, but they're on boobs on like a robot person, you know, it's and the boobs don't like move like boob, like I, the boobs game's are, not boobs are boobs, man. Yeah, the game is not to like be pornography, so <laughs> I'm not like knocking it for that, <laughs> and that has nothing to do with why I was like just kind of almost happy to find some other game that sucked me in to take me away from it. But yeah, I was just, I, I was doing all the monster hunting and I was doing all the quests, Ooh, side quests. Hunting? You know, there's contracts to like kill things. Right. But, but are there poogies? There are no poogies. Okay. never mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, you know, I didn't beat the game. There okay. Might be, okay. Joe, there might you be should poogies. invest your time. No, nah, man. Monster Hunter World's coming out. <laughs> All I, your time will be. Invested. I'm thinking of getting a satellite monitor so I can play it out in the in the living room while Kim watches TV. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it's so you know it's it's a good game and the story is like that same kind of like Witcher universe of like weird occulty type stuff type stuff. I, I just bought one of the books because it was two dollars on Kindle. Like the, the, the first guides one. or like no, no, the no, narratives? No. The one that it's the game's based oh, on. Oh, okay. Yeah. I have a like a friend got me a um a strategy guide, which I haven't had a strategy guide for games yeah. since like Nintendo Power. <laughs> <laughs> uh 
but uh, I, I haven't even cracked it open. I was just there. You don't need much strategy in this game. <laughs> you just follow the story. Are you how, what quest. difficulty are you playing on? I heard that makes quite the difference. Whatever the normal is, I always play normal, okay. especially my first run through with any type of game, unless it's truly like a totally different type of system than I've ever played before. Yeah. But if it's a you know first person shooter or anything like that, I'm just gonna play normal. I assume I can figure it out uh, pretty easily. Mm-hmm. And you know all the magic stuff's the same with with uh, Witcher. The frustrating thing to me, I know it's probably like to keep you immersed, in, but they all your magic keeps its stupid name and it won't tell you like this is fire. They can't just name it fire; they have to name it Ignis. Oh, okay. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and invariably I always forget in the middle of a battle. I'm like, oh god, okay, I'll just test out two or three things. <laughs> uh, but it, that's it, there's no knock on that game. I was just. Destiny was like I was like okay I'm happy to be sucked out of it, and now I'm playing a lot of Destiny too. Okay, the indie game from indie studio Bungie. Bungie, yeah. yeah. I I just I wasn't gonna get Destiny two. You're the reason I got Destiny two, because I got the first one and no one fucking played the first one. But and then they made they fixed that. Now it doesn't even matter if no one else is playing because you can play with strangers without. You know, being called the N word so easily <laughs> because it's harder to use a microphone on PS4. No, because I can just turn off the headset and it doesn't really matter. Uh, I'm actually looking for uh, a fan name on uh, sent me a game that I it was one of those things where I was like, I'm gonna check out what this is, and then played it for two hours. Oh, nice! Because um, it was you know four in the morning or whatever, and I Kim was already asleep, so it didn't really matter. Um, shit, I want to say James. Sent it to me. Oh, let's see. Well, I can talk about it. Yeah, I, James, I, James sent it. It's um, Bardbarian. Bardbarian. Like a bard and, and a, a barbarian. And a barbarian. So you're like a singing dude while you slash with your sword? Well, you have a, a guitar made out of an axe. Is it a lute made out of an axe or a guitar? Well, you know, you're a bard, <laughs> but he's like a heavy metal bard. <laughs> and so it's like a... Almost a weird tower defense, only it's a giant open field, and there's, I would say, three lanes that keep coming towards your thing on the left side of the screen that you're trying to protect. Okay. But you don't attack anything directly. You play your your, your axe guitar. Your sweet licks? Yeah, that'll, like, pause people or shoot them back and then summon other dudes to fight for you. That's pretty funny. So, yeah, you don't actually hit anyone. Does it look like Plants vs. Zombies? It's it's very like flash gamey looking. Okay. Yeah. It but I've seen it on phones. Like it's that level of complexity because I think you could just tap and then he would walk over there because you're not needing to attack anyone directly, but they stay by you. So you have to kind of be in a position where the guys you summon can attack the waves. Yeah. Um, but he just randomly sent me some codes and I cashed them in and didn't know what they were. <laughs> and um, yeah, ended up. I was like, I'm gonna finally check out what this is because, like, it seems like its head's in the right place. You yeah, know, like playing on an you axe. Got two hours of play out of it. That's yeah, good. yeah. I didn't expect to like really get into it, but it was kind of fun. And they have the only thing was like the progression system. Is it's one of those games where there's three levels. When you play it, is there actually like heavy metal licks that you hear? Like just go. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. But there's only like four of them, <laughs> so no. you hear it a lot. That's fun. <laughs> um, but yeah, like as you run around, you generate music notes. That is like your currency for playing guitar parts. Yeah. And then that'll determine if you want to use it on like an ability or you want to use it to summon a new person. And then those is peop- it like heavy metal themed? Like, will you summon like a weird demon? 
No, the rest of it's pretty like like you're fighting off like goblins and the people are like mages, but there is a Meat Boy and Isaac combo unit that I haven't unlocked yet. You just saw that it's it was on the like screen to unlock, and it was uh, like usually unlocked in wave twelve, and I haven't gotten to wave twelve because it's one of the games where there's only a like a morning, afternoon, and night. Yeah, and those are the three levels that have like twelve waves in each of them. Yeah, and uh, you gradually get gold that unlocks new abilities or levels up stuff. There's one though I just kept playing to unlock it, which was like doubles all your gold when you win. So it was like, play less of the game. I was yeah. like, oh, that's cool. So I wanted to get to that level and then try to unlock Meat Boy and then haven't gone back to it. But okay. played it way longer than I was expecting to. I was like, I'll just do one more. I'll just do one more. It sounds like a good phone game. Yeah, it's it was surprisingly fun. And I know it's not crazy expensive these days, but Barbarian. I finally dug into Convoy, which is another thing that I had I my... to play Convoy. Right? Yeah, yeah I, it just kind of sits in your queue for forever, but it, it's... I was excited when I got it. Yeah. And it's a cool game. It's freaking hard as balls, man. Right. This is the one where like you have to position the other vehicles around the convoy. Yes. Yeah. I thought it was really neat. It's, I played it. The whole conceit is that you're a big ship, spaceship that like crash landed on this planet that's kind of like Mad Maxian. Mm-hmm. And then you have to drive your little convoy around this wasteland finding encounters to get various parts to build your ship back so you can actually win the game okay yeah it has an end it has an end uh so it's not and it's very it seems more attainable than like ftl but it's it very heavily influenced by an ftl right that's why i got it it, this is fairly old at this point right at least a year maybe a year and a half more than that two years yeah it's been it might be a 2015 game because i i think i got it when it came out because I was looking for something so much like FTL. FTL. Yeah. It's it's it is different enough that it doesn't feel like a total ripoff or derivative. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. just because it's on a planet, but because it's uh the whole positioning your convoy. You have basically your your main uh truck that's the one that uh is kind of like your your heart, and then you have your little like satellite cars that drive around april like your little mad max 2015 okay yeah yeah so a couple years old at this point um and uh you can upgrade the weapons on the little cars you can get different kind of cars through encounters you can pick up additional cars it's it's a your cars can get blown up and then you're just screwed it's the fight scenes in mad max it's the cars that don't stop moving so it's like ship battles so you're like all going in a straight line, but you use your other vehicles to try and ram away other ones, yeah. and you're trying to destroy your big tanker war machine. It, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it was fucking cool. It's brutal, though. Yeah, too brutal. Uh, it took me a long time to even get past like a couple battles. <laughs> you yeah, you know, I had to like figure out what what I was doing, and then you just get so gimped so quick mm-hmm. that you then have to avoid battles and get back to a camp because there's like it's a balancing act uh because the further you go away from a camp the more fuel you use up so you have to kind of conserve your fuel but then you also have to get into battles to get more fuel um because if you win then you get to scrap the other team's convoy and get their stuff and so you're constantly like running out of fuel in which case you're sitting duck and will just get murdered yeah or 
you're getting into fights, but then you're getting so gimped that you have to use all that fuel to go back to the camp anyways, you know, to a random camp. Uh-huh. So it's, it, it, you really have to like go so slow in the beginning is what I learned of like just going out a little bit and not doing any of the missions just to get uh, enough gold that like you can upgrade your, your convoy cars a little bit mm-hmm. and uh, constantly keep um, fixing them so that they're not drained of all their life. Mm-hmm. Um, and then slowly move into these missions. I mean, the writing's pretty fun. There are like these different factions in this world uh, you know, where there's just like the scavenger people and then there's like the, this comp corporate people and, you know, so there, there are these, and the missions are kind of like fun little stories, but it's, it's brutal, man. Like I've almost raged quit pretty much where it's like, <laughs> I'm done with this. And then, you know, a couple of days will go by and I'll start it back up. But yeah, it's gotten me that level of furious because you can be like boosting your guys up and, and put some time in and then just get wiped out randomly. <laughs> And it's there's got to be like a higher level thing you're you're like hints it's giving you you're not seeing or like stuff know. you're not supposed to be doing that I don't think so I yeah. think it's just tough just dice rolls are yeah it's fucking just, you. it's just tough it's it, it's it's not even dice rolls it's like you'll just you have two guys and you'll just come upon an encounter that you can't get away from mm-hmm. while you're exploring and f- seven dudes will just converge yeah and there's nothing you can do about it and they'll just wipe out your guys or they'll like you'll survive and be limping along and now you can't get to the mission and you can't get back <laughs> right like so you might as well be dead but it's still a good game no it's really people cool. should check it out <laughs> it's just brutal yeah. just know that like you have to certain type of people won't like that yeah you know and to be fair i think you can nerf it down to a much easier level mm-hmm. that i'm just not w- willing to play on like mega easy baby mode yeah because you're not a pussy because i'm not a, yeah i'm not a little baby <laughs> a little bitch <laughs> <laughs> like maybe it's more fun though if i did that i'm just not willing to do that yet because i do it i do see the way forward which is just like very slow progression in the middle i mean mm-hmm. the beginning to like because there's a ton of weapons there's a ton of upgrades uh that you can kind of god you're totally reminding me about that game i t- i completely forgot about it i need to that was it, it was like one of those where i was like trying to decide what to play next uh and I just saw it on my list. And I was like, man, why didn't I ever play that? <laughs> you know, I was excited about it too. Yeah, it's good. And it, I, yeah, it was fun. I played it at work during some late nights a couple times. And then I think I never played it at home. Mm. So it's good. Yeah. Let's, let's move on into phones so we can keep us a, a rolling. Yeah, man. The phone's on. I just played this on my phone before you got here while I was on the turlet. That's why I was in the bathroom for so long. Yeah, you were there for a while. <laughs> it's called Burgle Bros, and it's an adaptation of a board game. Is it about turd burgling? Turd burgle bros. It's um like a cooperative heist game. Um, do you know the game Paperback? No. It it's a deck building word building game. Sounds so, like something up my alley. Yeah, you you get a deck of letters. That you then Is are it making a game or a... it's both. Okay. I have it on my on my iPad too, and it's pretty fun. Um, I can't remember like the exact in and outs, but I think it's like certain letters cost money, and you have a certain amount of money per round. And but it it was it was solid. The same dude made this game called Burgle Bros, um, which I haven't played the physical version. I think it's a little hard to get currently, but it's a heist game. 
um, where you have your Monaco-esque crew with different abilities that are breaking into this place, and you have three levels that I think they kind of represent them actually in a 3D space, like part of the, the game. Like, it goes up in a building. Um, but you have three safes on each floor you have to find and open. Is there anything about it that lends itself to being digitized? Um, like, does it cut down on? Are there a lot of fiddly things? Does I, it cut I, down on anything? I would imagine because each each floor is like a five by five grid of tiles that you don't know what they are until you flip them over. Okay. So you have it's an action point system. So you can use one action point to peek at the tile next to you, or you can just do two actions to just move into it so that's the random element of the game there's no dice or there are dice oh there are dice. but the dice are to open the safes so they do a cool thing where when you find the safe the combination is actually generated by the other tiles in the row and column so there's three to the side maybe it's then it's a four by four grid but there's like a couple to the right and a couple up and down that generate all the numbers you need to roll on the six-sided dice to open the safe. Okay. So you can use an action to roll, or you can spend two to add a dice to the rolling pool so that you eventually will have to... You eventually have to roll all the dice in the safe sequence to mm-hmm. open it and then go on to the next one. Mm-hmm. But there are things that like can totally just fuck you like because it's a co-op game and those games tend to be hard. Yeah. Like, if you don't spend two actions, it's kind of an interesting thing. If you don't spend two of your four actions, then you have to draw this random card. And so... And it's always bad. I don't know. Every time I did was. (laughs) (laughs) But it was like, you start at the bottom of this place and you're working your way up in this 3D structure to go to the three floors, get the saves, and get out of the top. Um, I moved my guy into a space that was like, if you don't end your space here or end your movement in this space, then it triggers an alarm and then the security guard will make that his next like, so objective. So you had an incentive to stop and just draw yes. a card. So I drew a card and it made me move up a floor. <laughs> and then... That what, triggered the alarm anyway. triggered an alarm on the next floor. Okay. And then instead of health, you have stealth, hmm. which you only get like three of them. And if you if one of your teammates loses all their stealth and gets caught then it's game over. Okay. So um, I don't know, like, if you're playing the physical game or whatever, if you would only play with one guy per person or if there was a minimum amount, you know? Uh, But it seemed kind of neat. The random elements felt fair, if that makes sense, because there are ways to negate some of it. Yeah, you can make the odds in your favor. Yeah, or, you know, I, I will say I rolled probably a total of 40 dice to try and roll a four because huh. I was rolling like three or four each roll and yeah. I would just I had two characters there that's all they did just trying to roll that last four and Ugh. it wouldn't come up Ugh. which was frustrating but like you know that that'll happen I guess um, but it seems neat it feels like and the, the dice isn't the main action of the game right it's the action points yeah and you know that's when it gets really boring for me they, if they, it's just like fighting the main thing is fighting and uh I didn't talk about it, but Armello is another game that I, I, I've been playing, and that has a lot of dice-heavy combat. Like, you can do the same thing where you can get items to kind of change it, mm-hmm. but ultimately a dice game is a dice game is a dice you game. You didn't like Armello? No, I, I did like it, but that was just something that's still at the... the yeah, dice resolution. Like, that's... It's, we tend it's to... just... It is what it is. Like, it's it's got its limits. Yeah. I 
I don't know when I turned that point, especially in board games, because I fucking loved Arkham Horror. Which is dice up the wazoo. It's all dice resolution. Yeah. Like, you have to roll to see if your guy gets freaked out. If you fight, you have Did to you roll Did you play the, the Arkham dice game? Yeah, that's different. It's like a Yahtzee. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like there's... The mission is you have to roll these symbols. Yeah, that's it? Yeah. Okay. It's it's fine. Elder sign is what it's called. Um, But at a certain point, I think I just realized that board games didn't have to be that for the combat resolution. Well, you could just get the randomness in some other way or just minimize the randomness completely. Yeah. Go so, more towards a chess than uh But there are some people that swear by that type of game design. And I, I think it's... It's people that like stuff that is more simulation-y yeah. because you can want to do whatever you want to do, but the game then is then learning to roll with what comes up the in the adversity. dice roll. But I I think it's more acceptable in a physical game than it is on a Yeah, it feels, it feels more fair because it you're seeing the more. dice roll. And but. you feel, no matter how stupid and superstitious it, it seems, it's like when you're playing craps, it feels like you can have a good rolling like right cycle, but when and you just see the dice come up affecting shit, it, yeah. Whereas if the dice just come up good every single time, you don't feel like you're doing anything. Or if it's shit every time, you don't. It doesn't feel as connected. Yeah. Even if you're like grabbing the dice with the mouse and then like flinging them, yeah. Still, or like on an iPad, it still to me doesn't feel like anything other than a random simulator. Right. Well, I played Blood Bowl on. Xbox and PC, and then play Blood Bowl 2. They just came out with a new one, right? Yeah. Well, 2 just came out with a big expansion. On Steam. So that game is like a Warhammer tabletop, very dice-heavy uh, strategy. But when you're like a dude, and it's you're, you're sitting there with a controller, and you tell your dude XCOM style to run towards the ball. If you push him like past, you know, like how in XCOM you can do like a double movement to sprint. Yeah. That sprint zone on this, it has to do a check for every square you're doing. And the way they kind of try to get around it is you hear, like, the sound of dice shaking in a dice cup. like Okay. And so every space he moves into, you hear that. But then all of a sudden, he'll just, like, fall down. Explode. Yeah. <laughs> and you're just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It, it feels so bad, but that is, like, the game. If you were doing that... Sitting there throwing the dice, I'd be like, "Oh!" But like in the game, it's like fucking infuriating. In, yeah. pe- in the computer game, it's fucking infuriating. Yeah. Uh, even if they weird. hit it like in some other way as just a random act. Yeah. But it, they didn't even have the conceit of dice. To me, it's a little better. You know, like yeah. XCOM, I still get really pissed off with the percentages when it's like ninety percent and, and you, you miss whip it. Yeah. <laughs> and then you miss again, mm-hmm. and then you miss again, and I mean, I do get pissed. But it seems more you're, palatable. You're playing the the odds. Yeah, yeah. But you're doing, I guess, technically the same with the dice. Yeah. But it's just it, it to have a game that's sole focus is that is is tough for me. Yeah. You know, and a lot of those fighting games they do that. You know. I feel like I, yeah, you're right. I think because like we play you know tabletop RPG stuff and that. Like the dice are the dice in there, you know. Yeah, but you roll them and you see them, and it feels like that's what it is. And there's a lot more leeway with those because the dice roll doesn't necessarily mean anything till the judge tells you what it means. Right. But I still recommend Burgle Bros. It's yeah. it's kind of expensive. Well, that 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 doesn't sound like it's 
the dice is the dice. I mean, is the main yeah, thing. it's not a hundred percent. It's the, it's the of resource it. management of your AP. Yeah, um, there. I mean, there are random things that fuck you, but then, you know, like I said, it's just sort of a different mindset from those like hard Euro games where you, it's not you come up with a strategy and enact your strategy, and your strategy might not be as good as someone else's. Yeah. It's there's going to be random shit all the time, and whoever can best deal with that. It's like yeah, like most of those co-op games, like you're saying, like Forbidden Desert or something, are you're just constantly dealing with adversity because how else are they going to make a co-op game fun? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, yeah. without making it a computer game, mm-hmm. like you you have to add that. I recommend it. I I got I had two dollars in play credit, so I, it only cost three bucks. It's a five dollar game. Yeah, um, but it feels good. Like it's. Cool. It almost doesn't feel like a board game, like it would have been a board game if there weren't like the dice are physically rolling across the board and stuff. And they they say like check out the the board game and everywhere, but uh, it's solid. I've been playing a, a phone game that's on the very like other end of the spectrum. That's just like almost a Zen game. Yeah, you know where it's not totally boning you left and right, <laughs> but it's uh, I it might be a free game. I don't even remember Ooh. anymore. Yeah, I think it's advertising. Um, it's Aqueduct, which is know. like I was playing in bed yesterday again before going to sleep, and Barry was like, "Oh, that music's so calming," because <laughs> <laughs> it is really like very zen music there's like flowing water it's all about is like in the trailer if directing I... yeah you'll be able to see the whole game it's it, or get the idea of it no, i mean like the music i could oh, see maybe. if i could play it live it's here. a puzzle game where there's like flowing water and you're redirecting flowing water in this um... aqueduct to get around to uh, you know the other side because you're building this mega aqueduct there's aqueducts plural yeah i mean it's it's all pieces i think of one yeah that's exactly okay. it okay of uh one long chasm so you go from like map to map that are all in a line directing this water it looks like you're flow. making a giant water slide and there's like you know timers of the water is flowing so the more water you let just waste like fall off into the nothing oh you that's your keep... timer oh, you have... interesting. so you have to move pretty quick and um because you'll you can win but not get like three stars and you know i'm a tweet tweaky person where i have to do <laughs> that so I'll, I'll replay it over and over i like the look of it it's so it's just like very bright and slick and round and <laughs> yeah, calming smooth and... and the music is very calming and it's just like a nice phone presentation you know it looks it's... like a, a fancy new version of that game pipes that used to be on like windows 3.1 yes. yeah like you'd have you could arrange your pipes however and then the the goo would start flowing through the pipe and then you had to connect it yeah. before it got to the edge. It's not that different except this is there's constantly flowing water mm. so that's your timer element of it. Uh and you know like all these puzzle games they kind of iterate different things. Mm-hmm. Suddenly there'll be like two pathways that you have to negotiate instead of one and um it counts your movements, you know. It's it's just a it's it's a nice like insular Play it's, experience uh, free with in-app purchases and contains ads. What's the in-app purchase? I have not seen in-app purchases. There's I wonder no if it's like gems. There's no. It's probably nothing. to remove ads. Maybe it's guess. to remove ads. Uh, but I haven't even. I mean, there's very few ads even that come up. Like it feels very fair. Um, so yeah, that's it's it's a nice Sweet. one. Free one. Yeah. Uh, multiplayer. The multiplayer couch. You have any couch? I do. Nidhogg Two is out. Oh yes, which we played 
a pretty good amount of uh, a couple weekends ago. I, I feel like w- I talked about it on the show, but I must have not. But... I don't know. I don't remember you talking about it. I, I, I remember when they announced this, and then they actually like put out video for the first time, which <laughs> was like, a couple months ago. Yeah. I just sat and like watched the video. People like play, people playing it for like an hour. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the art style is it's very different. divisive. Very different. The but whole I, vibe is very different. I like it a lot. Yeah, it's, it's some cool. of the grossest pixel art that has ever been made, and it's fucking great. And it doesn't feel like a rehash because they added in these other elements. It doesn't, but it does make it feel like a different thing because I feel like Nidhogg, there was like a purity to the one weapon. Yeah. And there was more strategy in like the parry now, and now it feels like less people using their weapon to the max other than like doing the one thing that that weapon does and hoping it beats the other one. Yeah, because there's three weapons now. There's a dagger, a bow and arrow, and the the rapier. Oh, and a broadsword. Oh, and the broadsword. Yeah, 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 so there's... It feels more rock, paper, scissory than... Nidhogg did. Plus, you can disarm people by kicking them. Right. Yeah. You have a, a regular kick and then still the, the air kick. Um, but the, the level design, all the levels now are better than... Okay, what am I saying? The The original level in Nidhogg was like the only one I wanted to play. Really? Yeah. Like the cave, like the five side on each... Or five screens on each side where you start with the chandelier. You didn't like the clouds or the... There was something about the way those were designed. I did not like them. Oh. I feel like all the levels in this one are better. Like yeah. I, They feel different enough, but not like broken as much as the other levels in the first one did. Um, But yeah, it's very solid. It feels a little different. I still think there's a place for Nidhogg 1. Like, if you wanted to go back to that, and like it, it has a different, faster, snappier feel than this. The only problem was with Nidhogg 1 was I couldn't find anyone who would be competition for me. So it got <laughs> kind of boring. Bragging. Yeah, I mean... I'm just real good at it. Yeah, it was just... It was a problem that nobody else could get good enough to, to play me to where it wasn't just, you know, like playing a little kid. I'd play you. So. Just saying. It was it was pretty, pretty sad to that point. Not many games. Not since... Uh, virtual tennis did i find a game <laughs> that i really locked into yeah uh it's it's solid i mean like if you if you didn't like nidhogg one or didn't find out or find that you'd break out the original nidhogg one then you skip two but if you like nidhogg it's pretty dope and it looks fucking awesome um which is kind of funny to me hearing people's com- main complaint about it is they think it looks stupid well, it's a lot more like brightly colored and like yeah, not as a like gross vibe as the first one. Which the the first one was a really gross vibe. That's or, what I'm saying. I mean, it wasn't. It was. You just, didn't think so? No, with like the blood everywhere. And that's like, a, that's in this one too. I know, but this one's the colors are so much more neony and like bright and uh, I don't know. They're both they're different. Yeah, they're different. They, you know, I didn't. F- it was it's jarring price- at first to see the new style. Yeah. But then you get used to it. The way the new Nidhogg, cool though, the titular Nidhogg looks is so fucking rad. It's big, so disgusting. Yeah, big gross snake thing. <laughs> that when it chews, it like it eats your guy, and then you can see it like chewing gum of your dude. <laughs> it's it's pretty cool. Um, and the other thing that I'm going to put on here that I haven't played yet is Cook Serve Delicious 2 is out. 
You, it, I thought you did play it. I haven't played the multiplayer. Oh, oh We yeah, are yeah. technically in multiplayer right That's now. That's true. It's got co-op in it now. Yeah, where it divides the screen in half, and you just are... Like, I have a full area at the top to work on tickets, and the other person has an area to work on well, tickets. Well, it looks like to me like one person's the chef, and the other person is like the server. I think you can do both. Like, can it's, you? it's like two people doing the same thing, only like you just have to co- cooperate with each other. I don't know how much I'd like playing that with uh, a controller. I I force myself to try it. Yeah, Was it's it interesting. Okay? It's okay. I can see what he did to make it easier because I've now played it on three different things and everything it feels different. I played it on iPad, I played it on my computer, and then I played it with a controller. And every single version of that makes sense in a completely different way. <laughs> so it's like iPad is the most surface level, like this is how it should work. And then, you know, with the the keyboard, you're having to press a key for each ingredient. It's like playing the piano. Right. But <laughs> you, you get used to what they are. You're like... Yeah. Oh, it's a burger with meat, cheese, bun. You just MCB, you know, like uh-huh. you just doom, and then you get used to what the things are that you need to press with the controller. Uh, you know how the ingredients off to the right that you have to add are, yeah. are it's in like a two by three grid. Yeah. So the left side, you have to hold left trigger down and press the four one of the four face buttons, and the right side, you hold right trigger down to press one of the four face buttons. Yeah. So it's it makes total sense, and when you get in that mode. Like I your did, brain locks in. And yeah, I did like two or three it. rounds. Yeah, and it eventually started to set in. Um, I still think I'm gonna uh, get it on my phone because I that was how I enjoyed the first one the most. Yeah, it's not on. I don't know not when yet. it's coming Nothing's, out. It's yeah. not on anything but Steam right now. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's. I I mean I don't think I need to talk about it as a marquee because I fucking love Cooks or Delicious One yeah, and Two is. A bigger, more intense game. I believe I messaged you right after I did day one, and they are not fucking around <laughs> in that first level because uh, I was there was like tutorial. I was like, pff, pff, pff. <laughs> I'm just gonna whatever. I'm just gonna do that. I know how to cook, man. I had a five star restaurant. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> I won Iron Chef. Uh, I think I know what I'm I, doing. I think, I think I know how to cook, sir. Delicious. Yeah. Uh, but now there's like proofing stations, which is like a real thing for restaurants, like. Instead of someone ordering a pretzel and then you grab a pretzel and put butter or cinnamon on and it, just send it out. You have to have pretzels proofed in a proofer. So if a ticket comes up for a pretzel and you don't have any up there, you're going to be fucked because you need to get them proofed before you can grab them to do the butter, cinnamon, sugar thing. Ooh. It adds like a whole new prep station for certain things. So you can't just have your like reliable, easy soda or like your reliable, easy pretzel. They made. S- they made soda easier. I thought soda was easy before. Soda was like you just had to hold it down the the memorize the amount of time. That's beer. You're thinking oh, beer. beer too. No, but soda too. You had to pick the right one and then just click it. Right. You had to pick the right flavor, the right size, and whether or not it had ice. Yeah. Soda, I think, was like the most complicated to least money gained. Oh, I thought it was super easy. That was always the one I would leave in with like chicken breast and like yeah beer. The problem was that. It would like cause some problem if you were serving alcohol at work. Uh, yeah, yeah, because we were at the top of a work building. Yeah. Um. So I would do soda, chicken breast, and like pretzel. I think was a junk food, so I wouldn't do that very often. Right. But there was a couple others that were like easy. The soda now is like <laughs> filling up the ice in the fountain. So it's like lift lid, fill ice, close lid. Oh. 
It, yeah, it's more like a chore, like one of the chore mini yeah. games now. Uh, unless oh, fish was also one of my favorites. Yeah, that was an easy one. Yeah, send it out. There are 350 foods in Cook's Room Delicious too. <laughs> it's a lot of foods. Yeah, it's it gets pretty intense, and it starts with six tickets. Like you can have six seats. Yeah, which so it's cranking. I love that game, but I forget how I forgot how stressed out. Well, you get you probably would be fine if you had started this one right after the other one because you'd be at that oh like yeah yeah top level of really cranking through. It's like a Hotline Miami two problem. Yeah, where <laughs> they're just starting you off where you should have been at the end of the first one. Right, but now you've let your like skills get rusty and mm-hmm. I you never it's still stopped. It's a better version of an already fantastic game. Yeah, the the art looks more realistic, which is weird. Yeah, it's super <laughs> realistic. Uh, highly recommend it. They let you, they unlock, they have unlocks now for like decorations. You can customize the background of your restaurant. So like I unlocked a cat poster, but they're not, uh, pay. They're no. not microtransactions. $12.99. That's good. Yeah. Cause they could have done that. That would have been annoying. That, that will probably be the phone version. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we're a multiplayer and it is, you know, whatever. Cook, serve delicious too. It's real good. You guys. Um, should we talk? Should probably go into some marquee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it. Uh, I played a game we mentioned briefly when I bought it, and it was a big question mark of for me at least, uh, of, of whether I'd like it or whether it'd be too much of something or another. And I wasn't really clear on what it was. I'd watched the trailer, but it's um, it turned out to be a good game. Count Lu- Lucanor. Lucanor. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Which came from, I think it's uh, a small studio in Spain. I think I got that at in Humble recently. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. Oh. I haven't... I, haven't, uh, I think I bought it summer sale or last... Last sale. I haven't it played it yet, but I I definitely was like it was one of the few that I was excited to play it. I'm not sure if it's a Joey game. Okay, I, yeah, I honestly yeah. don't know. Like it could go either way because there's really good art. It's um, it's basically like cutscenes of uh, like really detailed pixel art Here, that wh- almost look like you say it's not a Joey game. I'm gonna read their one sentence description. I said I don't know. I don't know. Pixel adventure inspired by classics like Zelda and Silent Hill. No. I mean, I see what they're saying. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I think that's a little much okay. to describe it like that. I'd say the pixel adventure part's right. There are elements. There's not Zelda uh, other than the perspective. I, I don't know that. And it's like a, a little kid. It, it reminds <laughs> me of like... Um, some sweet looking goats. Like a classic Brothers Grimm story. Okay. You know, where it's like way more violent than you, you'd expect. Yeah, <laughs> like when you think about Hansel and Gretel and then you read the real one, or when you think about like, you know, uh Cinderella or whatever, and then you read the the source material and you're like, Wow, that was a lot more messed up. Like yeah, yeah. they murdered those people. You know, that's what it feels like. It's kinda like an old fable. Cause and it even the 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 world it takes place in is kind of a uh you know, like European fourteen or fifteen hundred style uh, um, surroundings, where the 
cutscenes in between feel almost like a seventies anime. I say they're very animu, but it but it's not present day anime. It's like that almost like the Elf Quest style. I don't you know, know Elf Quest. You know, yeah. oh, it was like those like seventies where they were very much like a lot a lot of them captured like Europe in interesting ways and were like uh oh a board game setting yeah basically yeah. <laughs> like board game settings but that's what the 70s anime they were still had elements of anime but they weren't they they're very very different than today's anime okay and uh then the actual art they do a an amazing job of stripping down uh big things into just a few pixels okay. with it being recognizable, which is always really neat. You know, when you can represent something that's super detailed into something with just a few pixels and it still doesn't feel any different, mm-hmm. that's like crazy impressive. The art is crazy impressive. And there is some like really gross, disgusting art. That like, is why I think you would like it. It's visceral, even though it looks the way it does. Yeah, it's it's like a few pixels, but they do a really good job of making a severed head look like a severed head. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, but it's uh, it's still like kind of puzzly. The puzzles are not that uh, they're not that hard, so I don't know that you would get frustrated with them. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think you'd have to go online and look at them. Um, but it it is kind of like you're collecting. Puzzles don't bother me. It's like the way adventure games do them that bothers me. Where it's, I know exactly what to do, but I didn't do it in their way. No, this is more straightforward puzzles. Okay. This is like one of them. There's like fire in the floor that goes in a sequence that you have to like go across the floor in the sequence. There's uh, some roving characters that will are really creepy looking and will try to kill you. One very like suspectly. Like, if it was made by Americans, you would say this is way too racist. <laughs> okay. <laughs> when you see him, you're like, oh, boy, no. So is he someone from Idiot Town? Uh, no, no. I mean, like, you think the creators are racist. Yeah. I, I know. Is he someone from Idiot Town? <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to say? <laughs> um, it's, but it's, it, it's, the setting is neat. It's, it's very dark in a child fairy tale kind of way. Um, it look it's definitely one I've been following for a while that I. There's no, it's not a jump scare game. Mm-hmm. I don't, or it doesn't feel like it to me. Um, which th- is why I wouldn't compare it to Silent Hill as much. I think I, I feel like we may have talked about this at one point, but I subscribed to a list to get info on this Silent Hill esque pixel horror adventure game. Yeah, and it. Because all they had was the in-game art, which is really cool looking. Yeah. And then later they added the animus to it, and then I started not caring. Do you think this was it? Yeah, a hundred percent. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I remember the blue face thing. No, the anime. Uh, that's that's a kobold. Oh, uh, it is. <laughs> yeah. Um. The the anime stuff, like I said, it's it's only really comes up in the cutscenes, and it doesn't look like anime. It looks like the seventies animation. Mm-hmm. Um, which I find to be neat. I, I like. I, I I think it's very stylized in a way that, um, like Lupin, was iterated. Uh, yeah, Lupin I think is neat. I like Lupin. Um, this is slightly different. It's like the old Gundams, like the first Gundam uh, series. I never saw. It. Oh, it it it's not good, but it uh, <laughs> the art was very cool. Well, this isn't an anime cast, yeah, so it, we're not going to give you good animes to yeah. watch. <laughs> <laughs> um. 
but yeah, I would say more towards Lupin than towards you know Death Note or whatever. Yeah, freaking you know is out now. User into user into. Did you finish it? Yeah, I beat it. Um, it's got a nice, satisfying ending. Um, there's multi- a couple different endings that you can choose. Six point six hours is what you have in it. Uh, some of that was just sitting around. I, oh, okay. It probably was like three hours or four oh, hours. Okay, it's not bad. Nine ninety nine. Yeah, I'd say it's it's worth it. Uh, totally. Um, especially if you're interested in in the setting at all, which is kind of like that. Um, you know, a ten year old boy venturing off on his own and then just seeing like horrible things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in like the uh european countryside um and just like learning very tough lessons <laughs> you know like it looks it looks neat i i mean these this is the type of adventure puzzle that i i can get behind one of my notes was that everyone is a jerk everyone okay. you meet is like a garbage person <laughs> which is kind of neat for a game you know where the main character is a kid the the impulse for mainstream studios and things like that is it has to be a kids game Right, you know, and it, that means or it has rapey. to be like series. What games are you playing, Joe? What? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I would say that's one thing that's not in this game is weird rapiness. Mm, yeah. You're losing uh, me. No, no, no. There is one sex offender character. Okay. Yes. Back on board. Yes, I Great. forgot about that. This um, is Count Lucanor. L U. Is it Lucanor or Lucanor? Lucanor. Lucanor. Luc- Luc- I don't know. Lucanor. It could be one of the one of them. Lucanor. Yeah. Who knows? Blue face thing. That's the one. It's apparently based on like a um Canterbury Tales type, like really, really, really old story. Oh, okay. You know, where it's like a a series of different short stories in this collection that is super, super old and famous in Europe. But it's only based on one story. It's not like this has multiple things in it. This is... I don't even know that this takes much more than just the setting and the names. Oh, okay. Because um, I haven't read the source material, but it looks like the source material was a bunch of... Because I went on, I looked at Wikipedia, just curious, and it looked like that was a bunch of short stories within this book and some of the short stories. It's almost like um, The Yellow King, you know, mm-hmm. where it was like... That was a series of short stories where the Yellow King's kind of mentioned in a couple of them, right? But it really wasn't about, uh, you know, every story wasn't really it's like about. a Lovecraft mythos, kind of, but even less so. Lovecraft was a little more direct from like A to B. Mm. Um, but so I, I that's what I inferred, but I haven't read the source material, so I can't say for sure. But overall, pretty overall, a really neat game. Like the art is like so impressive to me when you can make something so simple representative of something so complex and still fool my brain into not yeah. seeing the difference uh the music was cool the characters are neat uh one of them is like uncomfortably racist like i said but more gross or less gross than lisa oh not even close to lisa in okay. grossness not like that's that's why i'm saying i'm like i'm on the border of whether i would say you would love this game i i think some of the art stuff you would find cool some yeah. of like the the characters where they're just like sleaze bags i think you would like puzzles and the actual gameplay maybe i don't know is there there's combat no no okay there's no combat no you're a little kid can you Um, die though yes so you just have to run yes you Mm -hmm. can uh you know there's a big one of the big mechanics is placing candles around so because the whole world is dark and if you place candles around then you can kind of see people coming and kind of avoid them Uh, and you just kind of have to wait and stealth and hide so it's like amnesia 
pixel version. Yeah, it makes me less vomity. <laughs> uh, and the the you know the music's not as like in Amnesia. The sound effects were more of a thing. Mm-hmm. This is that's not so much here. Yeah, it looks um, neat. But there there's some really neat character like the art i'd say in the settings were what i found most impressive mm. um none of the puzzles that i find to be you know i'm gonna necessarily remember them for a long time but um that was fine to me they weren't frustrating and they weren't too stupid either so i guess that's the sign of a good puzzle is it kind of just blends in <laughs> yeah you don't neither one really stands out as yeah. being too stupid and the uh the multiple endings are are neat is it like a uh, a choice at the eleventh hour? Yeah, oh, exactly. Okay. And and you might not even realize you're making that choice. Kill everyone. No, you should be thinking about this a minute. <laughs> ah, kill everyone. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you I set I the bastion. It. Yeah, you did it. <laughs> down, 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 down. <laughs> Let's switch gears yeah. a little bit. You got a, a different kind of game? Oh, boy, do I got a different kind of game. <laughs> I, and, and kind of the only reason I wanted to bring this up in this as a marquee is because, holy shit, this game exists. Oh, boy. Um, it's called Logistical, mm-hmm. uh, but it's spelled capital L-O-G, lowercase I-S-T, Capital I C A L. So log is ickel. Okay. <laughs> but um, I fell down a, a hole very late last night with this game because I bought it on sale, the last sale that they had, because it was like one of those things you stumble into Steam and you find this accidental subculture, like those railroad games that have hundreds of dollars worth of DLC. Yeah. You know, yeah. You this know. is what that is. Only it feels like uh, a board game version of that with less of a point. But it has as much of a following as those. Simulators. It has. I think right now you can spend for all of it an additional like sixty dollars in DLC. But if you buy Ooh. the main game, it's like nine ninety nine. Um. It is one of the worst user interfaces I've ever used in a game. Wow. But it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, no other game is like this. And there's a reason for that. But the fact that this is here and it exists, I just was fascinated by it. And I kept playing it. And I don't know why. It's I don't know why. Is, but... is, is it just good at getting you to keep trying? Okay. Yes. Uh they th- they I bought what is just called logistical. So it started as the Australian continent. And what the DLCs are is it adds other places in the map where he puts like work into all these cities. And the whole thing of the game is moving goods and services around a map to fulfill needs in other cities. Sounds very much like a board game. Yes. But they're all connected at all times. So you slowly spiral out from where you start. Um, 
this per- this produces fish. This person wants fish, but in order to produce fish, they need fertilizer. So this over here produces fertilizer. So it's like massive globalization in action. It's massive moving around all these different resource cubes to different places in order to satisfy a town. And that's what he's calling completing a town. Plus, according to the Steam description, you can pimp up your trucks with bonuses. I didn't know that yet. Oh, um, you can pimp them. Pimp them up. Pimp them up. Um. So back to this horrible user interface. The bottom <laughs> of it has a giant copyright by the creator on the bottom of the screen at all times. At all times. He really wants you to know. Yeah. And it's like his, he owns this. his internet name. Like copyright Cicada. Okay. S-A-C-A-D-A. Um, and I went to the website, which I was only able to find by following the link from Steam. Mm-hmm. Um, you it, couldn't Google it? No, I tried. Could not find it. Interesting. Um, the It looks like it used to be a free web game this guy was making. And then he beefed it up to the point he put it through Greenlight and got it on Steam and then took down the free web version. Uh, and then has been has since been making these DLC packs of like hundreds and hundreds of additional levels for each different area that it um, you know opens up in the world. So he has in the US right now there's a California pack and a Florida pack and then there's you know Germany and Europe but the base game started in Australia. So I'm in Sydney right now and it's like a realistic globe looking Sydney, you know Australia that I'm pretty sure all these towns that have to be real like they have to be the real towns um, that he's finding on the map, and then he's creating their their demands list for them, and what they ship out, what they bring, what they need to be brought in. So each city, when you click on it, has two boxes of information. One is like it wants one of these things to fulfill this bar, and it wants one of these things to fulfill this bar, and and so on. And then below that is like it's import, export out of the town and the way you move those things around are just with trucks that you like you'll earn money you can buy more trucks that'll do these things for you and they'll just keep running routes until something's fulfilled but the trick i guess later because i'm I'm still fairly early is that until you complete a town the town will keep using the stuff you've delivered Mm. so you you can get the bar up to green for like the fruits yeah has green bar fruits, but until the the vegetables, if it also needs vegetables, are delivered, the fruits will fruits. keep eating and going down. But if you're able to get everything into the green at once, then the town is quote completed, and you'll mm. get your bonus for it. So it's one of these games that feels like if you like what it does, it's never gonna end because you can, you know, for another fifty dollars, you can get all the packs that are currently available, and it's thousands of more towns. Well, to attest to that, just looking at the reviews really quick, one person has 73.9 hours, one person has 195.8 hours, one person has 191.1 hours. Like, every single person has over 50 hours, but most of them trend towards over 150 hours. Yeah. One person has, like, 300 hours, 308.7 hours. <laughs> It would be if this game was on Mac, so I had it on a laptop. I think it would be a problem. And I finally broke through last night. I'm like, I'm going to give this one more shot because I know anyone that listens to our show is not going to have heard of this because this is one of those 142.5 hours. Yeah. One of these people. 
And you know what? I can totally see it. If you are able to get past the first 15 minutes... The design. ...of the design. Um, it's one of those things where... It, this guy's clearly has to do like all of it himself and he's good at doing the mechanic. He's good at like the, the number crunchy stuff and the, the interface. Once you learn how the bad parts work is totally like fine, mm-hmm. but it's so user unfriendly mm-hmm. that you have to want to learn how it works. Um, <laughs> I, I loaded it up and played it for a bit, loaded it up again and then, like the third time I loaded my game, it popped up a like a Vimeo or you, I think it was a Vimeo link that was one minute long slideshow of like tips, hints, <laughs> like it, it, like diagrams. He knows that you're invested enough now that he can now share some of the. I but it was like stuff that I needed to know before that. It was like if you want to select a town, you click here on the map. If you want to select your car that's on a town, click here. And it was just going through all that stuff. Um, like slideshow, 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 and it would be a page full of like things to know. And then, why wouldn't he give you? Do you have any sense of why he didn't give you that as an option from the main menu to watch this stuff? There's a help in the bottom left. Yeah, uh, did nothing when I clicked it. So maybe that's in there, and I just didn't click in the right spot. I don't know. There are so many problems with it that it's very difficult for me to recommend it. Yeah, but I recommend it. Because I, it was one of those games where I turned off the game. And I'm like, oh shit, it's like 2.30. Oh. So it was like, I, I'd finally figured out how it worked. I was like, all right, I'm going to move over to this town and I'm going to try to get, you know. Yeah. It's Is there stuff. a lot of waiting? There's some waiting. And I looked online too. I was like, can you speed this up? And like, yeah, press the plus or minus or like one through nine will speed up the game. And I did that and it's I see nothing changing. So I, I don't know. Mm, but weird. I I have not seen another thing do this. It's like one puzzle that you can kind of chip away at a little bit at a time. Like you can just complete this one town and level up its industry. Like if you deliver this stuff to level up its industry, its output gets better. So then, you know, once you complete that town, you'll get money so you can buy a better truck, which then can deliver that shit faster and quicker to another town and but so, never ending. Well, I mean, you know, the, there says there's like a thousand towns in Australia. Yeah. But then he's just been spending the time since making new packs of stuff. Making New Zealand and then making Indonesia. Yeah. And then making Mumbai. Or... So come Christmas sale, I'm buying the rest of this. Really? I like it. And it Are is. Are you going to be putting in 348.2 hours? I am on the verge of getting a PC laptop. <laughs> yeah. Because my Mac laptop is slowing down to the point that it's unusable. And then yes, probably. Wow. Okay. So it's a very weird, super niche thing. Yeah. That if like I said, if you can get past that beginning part, it's I just felt the drip start. It's the dopamine drip of watching the stuff move around the map and then stuff getting complete. Oh, I got money, I can buy a new truck. It's something else and stumbling upon a game i had never heard of that has you know seventy dollars worth of dlc when the main game costs 9.99 but everything about it is so um diy and unfriendly to a new person 
I was like, all right, I, I wanted California. I was like, obviously, that's like a more thing I'd understand. Yeah. But some of the packs were like, you don't need Australia. You know, you don't need logistical to play this one. It's like a standalone thing. Uh-huh. So I think I could have just bought California and not started in Australia. But it's not super clear which ones do that and which ones don't. Yeah, you don't know if it's a base game. Yeah, because base game logistical is Australia. Yeah. But when you load it up, it's the giant spinning globe that has like all the stuff highlighted where you can like go. Yeah. But you can't go there unless it's green. And I yeah. think that's unless you've like bought, bought the it. DLC. Yeah. So Australia right now is the only one green for me. And when you zoom in on Australia, there's like a couple quadrants that I can, you know, can go to and start. So you're going to know a lot about Australia by the end of I know, I know Sydney uh, exports fishing nets and. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's a weird thing, and it, it's again, you know, the copyright, the giant copyright of the the creator's name. I is just you don't need that, bro. You you put it once. Yeah, it, it's on just the it's just design. There's good. so many design choices that I'm just like make me shake my head at like you're so close to something crazy here. Yeah. Um, like he tried to do, uh, what's the word like a in in world meters and stuff mm-hmm. so for like you click on a truck there's an empty and full tank um but he's using like it's a gas gauge yeah. empty full but it's if you hover over it it's like this is not gas this is the load amount why not just make it gas well because there's no gas but i mean once you just call it a gas because it's how much stuff is loaded into oh, that truck okay okay so then don't make it the gas gauge. Yeah. That comes with too in much inherent design baggage that you shouldn't have to have a tool tip to say that this isn't what you think it is. Yeah. You could just have like a little stacks of cargo or going up or something, something like that. Yeah. yeah. It, but there are so many things that are amazing about it and so many things that just like, I want to make a game so bad. And if I was able to make a game, I would be so happy about it. This, this person's making a game, but there are so many things that are so fixable that it's just really frustrating yeah um to patch out your name on it dog come on (laughs) you don't need your name on the bottom of the screen the whole time um but that said 9.99 to get in wait for a sale if you want you're not going to play anything else like it and it's one of those apparently you're not going to play anything else period because (laughs) everyone 370 hours 150 hours but it was just fascinating because like i said it was just like a part of steam like courtney's games that you realize exist and and i'd never seen it pop up on any of my things you know i don't even know how i found it i don't even remember <laughs> maybe i always had it <laughs> <laughs> it's always existed yeah. always will it's maybe i made it <laughs> <laughs> you blacked out one day yeah your name's cicada <gasps> copy you're gonna like Take off your shirt one day, and there's going to be a tattoo on your back that says cicadas. I wouldn't know. I never see my back. That's it. <laughs> and you'll be like, Kim, how long has this been here? And she's like, the whole, whole time, time I've known you. Cicada. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably a Sakata or something like that. I, I don't know. But yeah, uh, I recommend it with an extreme amount of caveats, but it is also very impressive. This person's been able to do this game and put it out with what is clearly not a lot of resources. Clearly um, an insane person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's something else. I want to show you just how it looks running because it's crazy. <laughs> I watched it with a Steam trailer. Oh, you did? Okay, yeah. yeah. It's it's something. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think that's a 
Sounds like a good amount of stuff for a show since we got to go play some D&D. Should we give away a game? You want to? I mean, I feel like we should. We have games to give away. All right, let's give away a game then. How about this? Let's do something a little different. If you want to get the game, whatever we give away, go to the WASPod page at explosivemagico.com for this episode. It'll be there. And we're not going to read it. That's a good idea. Yeah. You're going to go to our website and find it. <laughs> um, and if you get it, let us know in the comments on that art or on that post. It'll be right down below. All you have to do is click on the box and start typing. Let us know you took it. Um, and we'll decide in the interim what the game actually is. But before we go, let's um, talk about an email from Hugo. He said... Subject, I played some of the games you gave away, and they were not so great. So <laughs> let's go to his email. Howdy there, Mr. Reinish, Mr. Dibno. So I th- played about 40 minutes or so of Save the Dodos and Monsty combined, not each. I don't even remember those games. <laughs> From episode 27. You guys probably don't even remember these games. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <And> with reason. <laughs> but I know that you guys love hearing from the games you give away uh, and never seem to hear from them, so I... So I'm here to break the streak with the first ones that I've been able to redeem. And honestly, I now kind of get why this doesn't happen often. (laughs) These were not what you call awesome games. We're going to pick a good one for for this episode. So ExplosiveMagico.com, go to the Waz page. Okay, so starting with the Dodos game. This is 1,000% a phone game brought to Steam. It has three-star level system and UI that became popular with Angry Birds. Gameplay-wise, like you said on the show, it's a Lemmings thing where the Dodos, for some reason, come out of a portal in the sky. You need to guide them to another portal, and the way you do this is by changing the layout of the level. The levels work on a nine-square grid, and you are able to slide or swipe in the phone version as they so kindly left the the symbol of a finger instead of switching it for the mouse. Any line or column to send the Dodos to the portal, exit portal, and avoid hazards, changing directions by hitting a stone totem thing and utilizing holes which are also movable, to drop them where you want. Also, the dodos loop across the screen. So unfortunately, you can't send them to follow their deaths because they will just plop back to the, or just plop back to the sky. I sound like I'm shitting hard on this game, but actually this layout swapping mechanic was enjoyable, even though exploitable, since a lot of the time you could All just right. clump the dodos together, send them straight to the end. But it also got more challenging as it <clears throat> went on, so not that much of a big deal. Eventually, there were enemies who look like tribe natives with weird wood masks that reminded me of Waku Waku from Crash, with the survival level where you had to last as long as you could more baddies spawned in these levels were probably my favorites. They were also a special dodos. I only saw fat dodos who did nothing special. They were just worth more points. Some do- dodos, like, not making sense as a word anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's go down to Monsty. Now on to Monsty, the Flappy Bird clone. This one is a phone game brought to Steam, and quick way to describe it is Flappy Bird clone that put some actual <laughs> effort in. Unfortunately, that's not really enough. The art style is pretty all right. Nothing new, just black silhouettes, but it looks cool enough. The music was super annoying. Hopefully didn't have to listen to it. Um, didn't have to listen to it for long since I played about 10 minutes. And the gameplay was Flappy Bird movement with some procedurally generated chunks of of traps that were a lot better than the original Flappy Bird with spikes, wrecking balls, gears that can crush you, falling rocks, saw blades, portals, mines, and a few others I'm not remembering. And as you avoid these hazards, you collect green eggs that can be used to buy new characters, which 
are slightly different skins with 5%, 10 15 etc. bonus speed. So the most boring power-up ever. And that is literally it. It's an endless runner with normal mode and intense faster mode and nothing else to do. Um, overall, I got the short end of the stick when it comes to games. It took longer for me to download and install Steam. I just... Et cetera, et cetera. Um, so we do give away good games. We do. We've given away a lot of good games. I think that was one where we just gave away like a, a couple bad ones, of crap ones. <laughs> yeah. So again, check explosemagico.com on the Waz page. We will have a good game here. Cash in the code. Let us know what you think. Um, hopefully, it'll be better than Monsty and. But still, it was free. Save the dodos, yeah. And, and it hopefully, sounds like he got some time out of him. And hopefully, you get him before Hugo. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if it's a good game. <laughs> um, uh, I I just re- remembered on my um in the Wazd email, I emailed the guy who made Tumblestone because mm-hmm. they put it out on phones. Mm-hmm. There is no way you can just buy Tumblestone on phones. It's a hundred percent a free to play game on phones. Mm. which is very disheartening because mm. I wanted to just like, let me give you five bucks. But now there's like a life system. You can buy more lives or you can let them charge up with times. You can't just buy the game. Oh, that's a bummer. Uh, he says on mobile, there is no way to permanently remove the lives to get a desktop version equivalent in that sense. The $4.99 remove ads button removes all the ads that appear after the arcade modes forever, essentially giving you uninterrupted arcade mode play forever. But there's no way, like, if you want to go through the story, you have to do you the have live do system. Hmm. Yep. Well. So I uninstalled Tumblestone on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have it on your PC. Yeah, right? play it on computer. It's a far better game. But it it, it was a bummer because it worked really well on phones. Yeah. But that is a horrible way to. Seems like it'd be a good phone game. Yeah, horrible way to adjust the the pricing structure for yeah. that. Yeah. Let me just buy it because I have this money. I don't want it. <laughs> yeah, it's sick of having it. Ha- having it, it hurts you to have money, actually. It does, yeah. It like, physically pains you. Um, let's get out of here. Uh, you know, follow us, Waspod, Waspod on Twitter. At, at Gmail, email. Um, yeah, Waspod group on Steam. Uh, you can follow uh, or friend us on Steam. I'm DYBNO. Joey's at Clockface on Steam. Um yeah, check out the Explosive Magico store. You can buy t-shirts. You can buy custom shows. You can uh, buy old premium shows that are still really good value. A lot of hours for not much money. I changed my wallpaper on my Steam account for like the first time in months. Yeah, what game? It's Cook Serve Delicious Food now. Oh, see, that would make me too hungry because now the food looks so realistic. It's from the first one. I haven't gotten uh, anything for the new one yet, okay. but it was anticipation of the new <laughs> game coming out. I got rid of that weird naked baby, the realistic Isaac. Yes, I think I still have the uh, the twins from Saints Row. Uh, Saints Row, yeah. yeah. Keeping yeah. it classy. Keeping it classy. So, sign us out. Uh, uh, keep gaming to the skies. To the skies? I don't know. Just we're we're done. Okay. <laughs>